it's Nadasha and Khalil and we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 158th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are discussing whether voter suppression is still, like, really happening, which is, uh, it's a deep subject, right? And it's important in these times right before an upcoming election. (laughs) Yes, indeed. I think many of us are sitting on the edge of our seats waiting for this upcoming election in November. So before we dive deep into that subject, which we know y'all can't hardly wait to discuss... A couple of things to go over, which is a your favorite time of the day, which is Tasha's monologue, because who doesn't like to hear someone talk to themselves for just a little bit? We all love it. Yeah, now it's I try to do my part in this world. So without further ado, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, why? Why don't you love us? Please love us. Make sure you do that. Why? Because that is how you can join the conversation. When you download the episode through the Podbean app, that is how you join the conversation through comments. And by adding your comments and your thoughts, you are able to express to us whether you like the episode, what your thoughts are on specific things that we address, and just darn right how you're feeling. And we want to know all of that. So make sure you do that. Now, if you're listening to the show on other platforms, because you're like, Tosh, I love you. I need you. I want you. Right back at you, boo. <laughs> but you can't download the uh, this Podbean app. That's okay. I mean, a little like one or two sh- tears are shed, but we'll get past it. Make sure you are subscribed and following the show on whatever platform you're catching us on. So whether this is iTunes or TuneIn or Stitcher or Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, whatever it may be, just make sure you're subscribed and you're catching the show on those other platforms if you're not doing it through the Podbean app or through WokenFree.com. Now, when it comes to sharing, sharing is always caring, absent, COVID-19, judgment, uh, racism, bigotry. What else am I missing there, Khalil? Teddy bears. Amazing. Amazing. We're not sharing teddy bears. Yes. Yeah, you shouldn't. Not in these times. Bambies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so don't share teddy bears, but do share wokenfree.com with your friends and family. Why? Because when we like things, guys, what do we do? We share it. We get the word out, whether it's through social media, whether it's through email, whether it's through text, whether it's through messaging. We get the word out, and so we expect you, Woken Free Nation, to do the same for us because this is how we build the bigger audience, but also how we have a larger conversation. So with your help in doing that, you are broadening the Woken Free Nation. One click and one share and one like at a time. So thank you for all that you're going to do with this episode and beyond. Now, when it comes to social media, since I mentioned it, you can easily find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Pinterest at Woken Free. Definitely make sure you're checking out the TikTok your girl puts a lot of time into those videos. Good Make job. sure you're checking those out. You're liking them. You're sharing them. You're commenting. It's a lot of good fun there. You'll you'll have a good time, guys. 
Now, when it comes to reviewing the show, if you have 90 seconds, yes, you heard me correct, 90 seconds. And if you ain't got a job, you definitely got 90 seconds. And even if you do got a job, you definitely got 90 seconds. What yeah. can you do with that? You can you can make warm-up rice in the microwave, which is excellent. And then you can also <laughs> review an yeah. episode, review the show, all of that good jazz. So if, for instance, you're like, oh, I listen to you on iTunes, what can I do? You can go to iTunes and you can review Woken Free. Thank you for the five-star reviews. Muy bueno. Very much well appreciated. But no jokes aside, give us your review on the platforms you're choosing to listen to this on. So go to WokenFree.com, click on the listen page or listen tab, and then you can review the show on the platforms of choice that you listen to us on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Scene end. Alrighty then. Each week we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last time we asked, would you rather be hot or stay cool? This week we're asking, which celebrity born on the same day would you rather have lunch with, Jennifer Lawrence or Ben Affleck? Quick question, did you even confirm that they have the same birthday? This is confirmed. It is confirmed. Okay, because I don't want them either commenting, I'm not randomly putting saying... This up. Yo, like, love y'all, but we don't have the same birthday. But if this is confirmed... This is not a scenario. This is a actual question. This is an actual question. Yeah, questions okay. are questions. They're not based on just ideas. Jennifer Lawrence being the Hunger Games, right? That's what you're talking about? J-Law. Okay, so yeah. then, okay. Uh, versus Ben Affleck. Oh, interesting. So I've loved Ben Affleck for many years, but actually... <laughs> now yeah. you need to think about it, right? Now I would have to say Jennifer Lawrence because Hunger Games has been. I mean, I have a Hunger Games tattoo on my leg, so like it, that, you, don't, you don't have a Daredevil tattoo on your leg. No, definitely not. But I've <laughs> loved Ben Affleck for so many years. I think he's just adorable and amazing. But unfortunately, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence really speaks to my soul as Katniss Everdeen, and she just I think is really badass, and I think that she's like unapologetically beautiful and incredible, and just like her own sweet. And daring soul so i would have to have lunch with jennifer lawrence and you my love and i just go down the practical route so mm -hmm. ben affleck he's like an old man so i would have to go with j-law because she's closer in age to me so i would think that the dinner or Are the lunch could go better in nature no i'm not being ages but you know when there's generational gaps it might be harder for people to click isn't he only like 10 years older than us I don't know. I, I don't know. I his think exact he's in age, his forties. Yeah, but I know he's older than J Law, so I know that she would be better to go to dinner with. She would with. definitely be fun, but you just want to have lunch with a hot chick, though. I got you. No, right. that doesn't make sense. She's gonna. She's closer. Several than, hot chicks. You want to have lunch with? <laughs> this is all about just having lunch with somebody that's other people know. Sure. That's all we'll it's go about. With that answer, yeah, sure. it is. But see, mine is based on the age, though. And you said I'm being an ageist, but I'm just being. I'm just thinking that practically, she probably would have. I think Ben Affleck would be a common. really interesting person to have lunch with. I'm just so obsessed with like J Law and how she's like navigated her career and how she's kind of really stood her own ground in in kind of the septic environment that Hollywood really is. Oh yeah, she's gone so, through a lot. And and yeah, and it's really sad how they've treated her and mistreated her and she still has seemed to maintain some form of normalcy and some form of self-dignity. So I just I really adore her and I love her. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, you know, she's maintaining normalcy, but in these election times, can we maintain something of normalcy? Correct. <laughs> good good transition there, sir. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. And a, a good thing to start with would be, what is voter suppression? Absolutely. So <laughs> as a, a proud graduate of New York Law School, we had a former AC, I had a former ACLU president, uh, Nadine Strassen, uh be one of my professors as well as be a, a vital element and professor and leader at, at my law school. And I'm happy to kind of give some information from ACLU as to what, what voter suppression is. And so on the website, and again, all of our links you can find at WokenFree.com. And with that, ACLU says the following, voting should be easy and convenient as possible, and in many cases it is. But across the United States, too many politicians are passing measures, making it harder to cast a ballot. The goal is to manipulate political outcomes, and the result is a severely compromised democracy that doesn't reflect the will of the people. Our democracy works best when all eligible voters can participate and have their voices heard. Suppression efforts range from the seemingly unobstructive like voter IDs and cuts to early voting to mass purges of voter rolls and systemic disenfranchisement. Long before election cycles even began, legislators can redraw district lines that determine the weight of your vote, aka gerrymandering. (laughs) And then if you go to another website, which we also list in the episode here at WokenFree.com, which is Demand the Vote, says voter suppression is in is any effort either legal or illegal by ways of laws, administrative rules, and or tactics that prevent eligible voters from registering to vote or voting. And ever since the Supreme Court ruling in Shelby County v. Holder in 2013, Republican legislators have introduced and passed as many voter suppression laws as they can get through. So thus, you could see bipartisanship in that uh, phrasing. However, the the reality is, is that there are forces at at power here in this country that have been curtailing the rights of all people by limiting and making it more difficult to vote, which thus in turn is voter suppression. What are your thoughts on the topic, though? My thoughts on the topic, just to state one thing from the probably those Republicans that have instated <laughs> those suppression laws. Of course, what they would say is there's they make these laws because they want to reduce fraud. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the kind of guys that's that the they kind of go kind of over. Narrative I, I yeah. Think I've heard it's about well. suppressing fraud, not suppressing people, yeah. valid legal voting, but that's, yeah, that's one Near thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw a Rolling Stone article and it also mentioned some other sort of tactics that are considered voter suppressing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, this is kind of a newer one is it, the, such as like blocking ballots, they intimidate voters, mm. and then also the spreading of misinformation. All of that comes together, and that's all part of voting suppression. Absolutely, and when <laughs> Those you say spreading misinformation about like when to vote or where to vote, things like that, or how how to vote validly. Mm. Like, I mean, our president has process, said that yeah. you can do a mail-in vote, then you can go in person and vote, and that's that's fraudulent. You can't do that. Correct. Yeah. Joke you either or not, mail that's, in you your can't vote do that. If you mail in your vote, then that's your vote. You can't vote in person. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, so now that I think everyone's on the same table or same page as to what is voter suppression, I guess the key question and the crux of this episode really lies in: Is voter suppression still happening today? Yeah. the The article that I just mentioned from Rolling Stones it said that Republicans are 
now purporting that mail-in voting leads to voter fraud. And it also went on to talk about how they like to launch lawsuits to actually prevent the expansion of mail-in voting. Mm-hmm. So mail-in, vo- mail-in ballots are good because they allow people to vote who wouldn't have been able to vote otherwise. Not yes. everybody can take a day off or they have a certain kind of work schedule where Correct. they have no time to vote. So without the mail-in ballots, how would they do that? Absolutely. Not I, to mention if you're overseas and you have to vote, you mm, know, they oh do yeah, mail and vote. you're not physically pay- able to vote. Correct. Yeah, you yeah. may not even be present here during the times when Absolutely. the voting is, is there. So I think that that's kind of like the latest form of suppression is trying to Prevent say, the mail-in ballots. Yeah, and trying to decrease the rate of that states are expanding mail-in ballots because there was a time sure. where they were actually growing it and a lot of states were and it was a bipartisan thing and everybody agreed that mail-in voting was good but then something happened and everything mm. flipped a switch and now republicans are all up in arms against gotcha. it gotcha that's okay. a new thing though yeah i mean to be frank and honest right because that's what woken free is all about there has been a, a, an election period where i physically was incapable of voting because I was working, we lived in Long Island, I was working in the city, and I didn't get off until like well past the the time for when I could vote in person. And at that time, New York did not allow uh, mail-in ballots. I still don't think, I'm not you sure. You can get an absentee mail- ballot, but you got to make a valid reason. You have to do yeah. it within a certain cutoff and, period. And so it was a whole thing. That's, and I yeah, thought I was going to, to be able to vote, but it just turned out that like, I got home at 9.36 and the ballots closed at like 9 and that's what it was. And so... If we had more options and availabilities for people to vote, then we don't curtail people from being able to live their lives. Because, yes, yeah, some people can't take off from work. Some people don't have the luxury of being able to vote. You know, if you live and work in hours apart from each other, it becomes a problem. So absolutely, I, I, I'm really excited to be in a state like Arizona where we have mail-in of voter options. And that's mail-in yeah, ballots. Yeah, it's a standard. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> just as a standard. Fantastic. A, because given what's going on with COVID-19 so and then Secondly, you can mail it in and not be discomforted. So love it, love it, love it. Now, when it comes to is voter suppression real, the answer is hells yeah. And uh, again, going back to ACLU, they break it down into kind of what are the different categories for which voter suppression is happening. So this is a long conversation. Let's go through it, guys. First, voter ID laws. So they say 36 states have identification requirements at the polls. Seven states have strict photo ID laws, which voters must present one of a limited set of forms of government-issued photo IDs in order to cast a regular ballot. No exceptions. These strict ID laws are part of an ongoing strategy to suppress the vote, and it works. Voter ID laws have been estimated by the U.S. Government Accountability Office to reduce voter turnout by two to three percentage points, translating to tens of thousands of votes lost in a single state. It's quite significant. Now, over 21 million U.S. citizens do not have government-issued Photo identification. Let me repeat that. According to the ACLU, over 21 million U.S. citizens don't have government-issued photo identification. That's because ID cards aren't always accessible for everyone. The ID itself can be costly, and even when IDs are free, applicants must incur other expenses to obtain the underlying documents that are needed to get the ID. This can be a significant burden on people in lower-income communities. Further, the travel requirement is an obstacle for people with disabilities, the elderly, and people living in rural areas. Something to note. 
So that's one form of that. voter suppression, yeah. right? Next would be voter registration restrictions. So restricting the terms and requirements of registration is one of the most common forms of voter suppression, according to the ACLU. Restrictions can include requiring documents to prove citizenship or identification, onerous penalties for voter registration, drives or limits the window of time which voters can register. Politicians often use unfounded claims of voter fraud, like you mentioned, <laughs> to try to justify registration restrictions. In 2011, Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach championed a law requiring Kansan people from Kansas to vote, citing false claims of non-citizen voting. Most people don't carry the required documents on hand, like a passport or birth certificate, and as a result, the law blocked over 30,000 people from Kansas from voting. The ACLU sued and defeated the law in 2018. Incredible that that's wow, happening that long. just in this country alone. Now, some states require strict registration by allowing people to register long in advance of an election. For example, New York requires voters to register at least 25 days before the election, which imposes an uneasy burden on the right to vote. By forcing voters to register before the election even becomes salient to the public, it discourages people from registering in the first place. These outdated restrictions, which were designed for a time when registration forms were exclusively completed with pen and paper and transmitted via snail mail, can significantly impact voter participation. For instance, ACLU says in the 2016 presidential election, over 90,000 New Yorkers were unable to vote because their applications did not meet the 25-day cutoff. And the state had the eighth worst turnout rate in the country. That's wow, incredible. New York. <laughs> New York, of all places. Of all places, yeah. That's one. Next type of voter uh, voter suppression to think about is voter purges. So cleaning up vo voter rolls can be a responsible part of election administration because many people move, die, or become ineligible to vote for other reasons. But sometimes states use this process as a method of mass disenfranchisement, which means that purging eligible voters from roles of for illegitimate illegitimate reasons or based on inaccurate data and often without adequate notice to the voters. A single purge can stop up to hundreds of thousands of people from voting. Often voters only learn they've been purged when they show up at the polls on election day. That's super oh, inconvenient. Yep. So is. voter purges have increased in recent years. A recent Brennan Center study found that almost 16 million voters were purged from the rolls between 2014 and 2016. And that jurisdictions with a history of racial discrimination, which are no longer subject to pre-clearance after the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Writing Acts and had significantly higher purge rates. The most common excuses for purging voter rolls are to filter out voters who have changed their address, died, or have failed to vote in recent elections. States often conduct such purges using inaccurate data, booting voters who don't even fall within the targeted category. In 2016, Arkansas purged thousands of voters for so-called felony convictions, even though some of the voters had never been convicted of a felony at all. And in 2013, Virginia purged 39,000 voters based on data that was later found to have had an error rate of up to 17%. You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast that gets real and personal. Again, this is all coming from ACLU. You can find the link at WokenFree.com. Super disappointing and highly enraging. Another type of voter suppression, felony disenfranchisement. 
enfranchisement. So here, a felony convicted, a conviction can come with drastic consequence, including the loss of your right to vote. But different states have different laws, obviously. Some ban voting only during incarceration. Some ban voting for life. Some ban people while on probation or parole. Others ban people from voting only while incarcerated. And some states like Maine and Vermont don't disenfranchise people with felony convictions at all. The fact that these Uh, laws vary so dramatically only hmm. adds to the overall confusion that voters face, which is a form of voter suppression itself, right? Because if you don't know where you stand, because you have to look at, it's not one unanimous law across all the states. I thought it was unanimous. So it's as as I did as well. So that's interesting. And the ACLU goes on to say, due to racial bias in the criminal justice system, felony disenfranchisement laws disproportionately affect black people who often face harsher sentences than white people for the same exact offense. So it should come to no surprise that many of these laws are rooted in the Jim Crow era when legislators try to to block black Americans' newly won right to vote by enforcing poll taxes, literacy tests, and other barriers that were nearly impossible to meet. To this day, the states with the most extreme disenfranchisement laws have also have long records of suppressing the rights of black people. In Iowa, a system of permanent disenfranchisement paired with the most disproportionate incarceration rate of black people in the nation has resulted in the disenfranchisement of an estimated one in four voting age black men. So that's really interesting. Now, the next form of voter suppression would be gerrymandering. So every 10 years, states redraw district lines based on population data gathered in the census. Legislators use these district lines to allocate representation in Congress and state legislators. When redistricting is conducted properly, district lines are redrawn to reflect population changes and racial diversity. But too often, states use redistricting as a political tool to manipulate the outcome of elections. That's called gerrymandering, a widespread undemocratic practice that's stifling the voice of millions of voters. So guys, it goes on and on, but the ACLU, A, if you've never checked them out, is such a wonderful, incredible resource. I mean, I'm biased because like I said, uh, Nadine Strassen was, uh, you know, obviously a leader of that organization and a, a prominent voice at NAS- uh, my law school. So I'm partial to them, but definitely check them out. Now, what are your thoughts on all of those things before we kind of keep the the, the train moving? Well, it's good to know about Iowa. Mm. If you go there, you really get can get caught off guard with all the people being incarcerated, the black men specifically. It's incredible. And it's that, horrifying. There was some good information in there that, like I said, I never knew before. I thought I, th- I thought it was like a federal thing that you couldn't mm-hmm. vote if you were I thought, incarcerated. So I thought it was unanimous. I didn't know. I thought it was federal. I didn't realize it's state. by states. Yeah. So then technically states could just say it doesn't matter if you're Correct. a convict. You can still vote. They can still empower people who have felony convictions, A, because they know the history of what it is to be a person of color in the criminal justice system. And, Especially like, when you're you wrongly convicted, yeah. too. And I then mean, all those years up. you've lost in voting, like... What's the what's the retribution for that? You know, I mean, I don't even understand why you suppress a con. Well, I mean, I understand why they do it, but I don't think that's. I right. actually don't understand it. I think it's <laughs> you said you commit a crime now you've lost the right to vote. Yeah, I don't. I don't see well, the correlation. I think just because you violate crime doesn't oh, the crime, law. Crime, yeah violate law doesn't mean you're completely lawless in nature. It means you made a mistake potentially, not necessarily potentially you made a mistake, but 
Are we not a system that gives second chances? Is America not the system of uh, of American dreams and pursuing your goals? So why maybe can't we they, move forward? Yeah, maybe if they like were committing some mass voting. Yeah, scheme, if you commit, if thing, you committed, but I understand it's against the system. Against yeah, voting. Then yeah, okay, then we could see. Yeah, you might be trying to just try play games. to play games yeah. here. But other than that, but sometimes you, these are unrelated. Yeah, if you did a white collar crime, or if you did like petty, you know, like a, some type of. You you know, a marijuana but even events. I mean, it's messed up. But even if you did armed robbery, you can't vote now. I know. Why does that? What does one have to do with the other? I think we're it's talking about t- apples and oranges here. Yeah, it seems different. Very Doesn't bizarre. mean just because you're willing to do that means you don't know who you want to have. Yeah, and that your well, it means you. that your voice no longer matters, which is very. It's, it's an interesting stance that that we're as a nation that we're taking on that. And so we really need to think about the deeper picture here. And it's like, what are we saying to that population? Because just because you make a mistake and you enter our criminal justice system, do we not want these people to be active participants when they serve their time and they do what they need to do? How are they ever going to be? Yeah, they're still American citizens. They're still human beings. And their voice will always matter. It has always mattered. And they'll be affected by people elected, right? That's what's kind of crazy. So don't they have a right to choose who's impacting their direct they still lives? They pay taxes. Yeah, like, yeah, then fine. Still, then take the, take the know, whole game. They don't have to pay no taxes. Like, right? Yeah, but no, that's, that's how they want to rule here. Very interesting. What do you think we can do to prevent this voter suppression? Absolutely. So I think <laughs> I really liked what ACLU suggested, which is not too many things, but I think it's meaningful each and every tip that they provided. So first, states can enact measures to encourage rather than suppress voting. Automatic online and same day voter registration encourages participation and reduces chance of error. Early voting helps people with travel or accessibility concerns participate in the process and states must enforce the protections of the Voting Rights Act. And then on an individualistic level, they suggest the following. The best way to fight voter suppression is to vote. And here's how to ensure your vote is protected. One, speaking to our senators to pass the VRAA, which would reinstate critical protections against voter suppression left behind the Supreme Court after they gutted the Voting Rights Act in 2013. And then, of course, knowing your rights. So the ACLU has a guide that, again, when you click on the link at WokenFree.com, you can see a lot of the times, whether it's like what you were saying, which is with misinformation or being intimidated, there's things that you need to understand when it comes to what your rights are when you go to vote. And if people try to stand in your way or get in your face or whatever. So there's that. And then, of course, utilizing social media to spread awareness about voter suppression itself. We spend a lot of time on social media talking about funny cats and silly dogs and twerking for Jesus. Are we talking about voting, right? I love a good twerk. I love a good twerk. We don't talk about voting? I thought I've seen ads and stuff about that. Okay, but we've seen ads. But again, is it the same type of attention we're going to pay to that as as we are when everyone in our community is talking about it, right? When we can't, like, same thing when WAP came out. People can't stop talking about WAP. I can't stop thinking about WAP. Like, that song is everything. (laughs) It's nuts. But like, So you need that for voting, a song like that? I don't know if I need a WAP for There's some booting. votes in this house. Hey, there's some votes in this some house. There's some votes in this house. There's yeah. some votes in this yeah, house. See, you better, you better you work. <laughs> you better go out and vote, y'all, and get your life together. <laughs> but either way, we really eat up certain kind of social content or 
content that just lends for the levity of life, but we also can't forget that we as a community have to also speak on things that are not so fun and that don't require twerking, such as voter suppression, <laughs> such as things that are getting in the way of us being able to have control and have our voice be heard in this political system, which we all agree to is what we want and, and need in this society. Okay. Now, the, I think of like a few concrete things that mm-hmm. need to happen, and I think it has to happen on a federal level. Mm-hmm. And we need to just have the option for a universal mail-in voting mm-hmm. and also universal online voting. I mean, yes. come on, let's get that together. Yeah. If you have a social security number, you should be able to vote. What's this register? Or a DACA number, you know. We've yeah, been, or, you yeah. know, there's other numbers too, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But you, if you have certain other forms that help you pay taxes, you should be able to vote. It should be well, that easy. Yes, if you're paying taxes, you <laughs> definitely need to be voting. Right. Be, one should go in the Because guess what? Because you're paying the politicians that you can't Correct. elect. That doesn't make any sense. Correct. How are you electing people? But you, Exactly. <laughs> You don't have it. You're paying taxes, but you don't. You can't vote. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't even be an issue. Everybody should be able to vote easily, and their vote should count. It's like paying for food and never (laughs) receiving it. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it just needs to be a federal law. Like they need to up that suppression act and just make a universal voting act. That's what it should be. It should be like a universal voting act. That makes it so everybody does have an opportunity yeah, to vote. Regardless of your criminal infractions. <laughs> yeah, we can't. They're getting all like nitpicky and stuff. And it's just because people want to manipulate who actually gets elected. Correct. And that's not cool. Like we need to make it very standardized, like standardized tests, right? It needs to be something yeah. everybody has access to. That's crazy. Exactly. In this day and age of communication, we can't get everybody to vote. It makes no sense. There's some votes in this house. Exactly. Exactly. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's a, what's a, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Ivan walked down to his local polling place where he was promptly greeted by a group called Morally Conscious Voters United. They asked if Ivan had his voter's registration card. He did not and was turned away. Is this a form of voter suppression? Yes, it definitely is because there are, depending upon the state that you live in, there are multiple forms of identification that you can provide. So maybe he didn't have a voter registration card, but he could have had his state ID card. He could have had his birth certificate. He could have had his passport. He could have had... Also, there are some things where you can uh kind of like put in a, a, a vote, but then it needs to be substantiated at a later date. I forget the term that's used with that, but there are multiple ways. You shouldn't just go to a voting poll and if someone- Absentee ballot or no? Possibly an absentee ballot, else? but there's different, there's uh, different, yeah, it might be an absentee ballot, but either way, he shouldn't have got, he shouldn't have been turned away. And this is a form of voter suppression because by sending him away, that's one less vote that's going to count. And that is not correct. So shame on that or fictional organization. I hope it's Which, fictional. Yeah, so the scenario is based off of real life thing that actually mm. happened, and it happens. About, you know, this is part of voting suppression, like you just said. You hit the nail on the head because there's actually groups out there funded by the Republican, like PACs, <laughs> like it are. <laughs> no, they're the ones they fund these groups that go out <laughs> in the name of voter fraud prevention. Ooh, That's what they try to go la, by, la. but they actually do this. Then they ask them questions. They commit their own fraud? <laughs> yeah, because them asking for that registration card when it wasn't even needed and he was already Correct. in the book. Like, he didn't even, the person didn't even get to enter the polling place. They yeah, they weren't even allowed happened. to enter. Yeah. They Even though their name was on the books see, and, and they're ready he to vote. Rights, he would have that. Yeah, so he didn't that even that know that. Yeah, it and was. He could have called the police or whatever that, because yeah, that, called like, somebody. At, at the end of the day, he should be entitled to go in and vote. So that, yeah. 
Definitely, definitely red, red alert, guys. Red yeah, alert. that's voter suppression, though. That is not called voter fraud prevention. Yeah. That is that is not what that is. Playing You're games. actually not allowing someone who can vote to vote. Mm. Come on now. Pretty bad. And it's real stuff. Scenario two. Marion and Egon think they can prevent voting fraud in their district. They plan to hire Navy SEALs as poll watchers who can challenge any voter to prove their legitimacy. Is this a good idea or just voter suppression in disguise? Definitely voter suppression. Again, that's a form of intimidation, it sounds like to me. You're trying to hire a group of people, which I don't even know like the legal uh, consequence of that. But Depends on the state. Yeah. So some states allow anybody to be a poll watcher. Poss- yeah, so that to <laughs> this me is makes a real sense. Term. There's, there's going to be vari- variability per state. Yeah. However, that to me sounds like voter suppression. It sounds really illicit. And also just downright, like, just nasty, right? Because, you know, obviously Navy SEALs, most likely they're going to present in a more serious and more intimidating (laughs) manner. You're not like, oh, I think I'm going to vote. I'm going to hire a bunch of, like, elderly citizens and dress them up in, like, bunny outfits. Like, right? Like, we're not, like, welcoming people for Christmas. We're just like, yeah, like, yeah, take it where it stinks, right? And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, (laughs) Imagine if they had, like, rifles on their back, too. Yeah, like, oh, okay. (laughs) Why not just wear a polling place? White claw, like <laughs> clothes and like a cloak oh, and now. just like be like, oh, we're ready to play games. Technically they can, yeah. Yeah, you know, be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. States allow that, yeah. <laughs> so definitely not cool. Your thoughts? My thoughts is this is a terrible idea. Like, Correct. even if even if someone tried to say it's not voter suppression, why are the Navy SEALs wasting their time being poll watchers? We don't need them doing that. Maybe it's a good <laughs> Like, I know, yeah, they might be like, hey, it's a little extra cash. Per hour, it's like, woohoo. Maybe, yeah, I don't know what they're paying, but this is definitely terrible. Like, voting should not be something that you, like, fear. It should be something that just, you, you just to, like, do, right? pray to Jesus to get through You should have gone back, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. Let me go home instead. Like, you should have to make a decision. You should just be able to vote and just make your vote count. Correct. This is crazy. You can't, but, and again, this is based off a real situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I like Classic. about real life. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, what, what's sad is that like people That's always great. try to act like fiction is scarier than reality, but it's actually the inverse. Reality is usually scarier than fiction, <laughs> which begs the question, yeah. what's going on with human beings <laughs> and uh, why are we doing these things? That's the real question at hand. Scenario three, Waylon lives in Philadelphia, where black people make up 41% of the population. A lawyer who has advised the National Republican Senatorial Committee said this is likely the epicenter of voter fraud and efforts need to be made to remove invalid voters. Is this unsubstantiated claim another case of voter suppression? Absolutely. So again, you cannot try to identify and or presuppose that there's going to be voter fraud based on the demographics of a population, right? So having more black or brown or whatever type of group of people in a community doesn't infer that there's going to be an uptick in voter fraud. So that type of rhetoric imbues the idea that we're going to make it harder for people to vote in that community because we think that that population is up to no good, which in turn is, and black people typically, black people, disabled people, disenfranchised people are the, the people who hurt the most from voter suppression. So this is not only voter suppression, but this is also symbolic for some of the racial crimes and injustices that are taking place in this country today. So shame, shame, shame on that scenario and that lawyer. Yeah, that was very unethical. I guess he didn't take the 
I know. Ethics. Well, yeah, the ethics. So, yeah, he didn't take he that too seriously, to did he? <laughs> yeah, he he would need to be. Well, yeah, he would have some interesting because uh, happening because <laughs> we should just be real right now. Legally speaking, yeah. He he's just saying that. All right, there's mostly black people there. They're gonna vote for the other party, so let's just not let them vote, so they don't they get a chance to vote the other party in office. That's yeah. what's really happening. Like people, like it seems yeah. like there's a bunch of Republicans that are scared that everybody's going to vote Democrat. And if they are, maybe you need to change your ideas if you want to get those people to Correct. vote for you. Exactly. Just do that. Maybe that'll help out. If you want to increase the vote of <laughs> a certain that. population, then look to the needs of that population, right? If you want the black vote, then you need to speak to the morals and the needs of the black community. It's not about people only voting for party lines. It's about people voting based on ideology. So what do black Americans need in this country? There are lots of things. We can have whole episodes about it. That is what speak the whatever to that. Yeah, speak to their party needs. needs to speak to that. Even if they're just, even even if they're going to be like the classic politician and pro- promise these things yeah, and not do it. Even if you're just speaking just to say it, not really mean it. At least speak it. I, I don't even know if that's currently happening in this current day. No, not n- political no. climate. To be honest, no. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. What crazy times there. Another real case, too. (laughs) Absolutely. So it looks like we are at that time again. I know it is uh, really challenging because we could go on and on on this topic. But with that, it is the coming to the end of our 158th episode of... Woke and Free! Quite the episode discussing whether voter suppression is still happening. If you listen to the episode, you know what the answer is. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Success. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, which so many people have hit us up, it's been really ex- exhilarating. It's, it's going to be interesting trying to get everyone in if there's any room left for 2020. But most likely, if you want to start the year off 2021 with a bang, definitely make sure you submit a topic for an upcoming episode on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. If you want to hit us up on social media, because who doesn't, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and TikTok at Woken Free. And then, of course, if you're interested in a collaboration with us, want to spot, sponsor episodes and or do something where we, we create kind of a unique ad for your business or your proposition of what you want to do in your industry, hit us up on our, it gets redundant, contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. There's some votes in this house.